It can be a roller coaster, being an entrepreneur or a commissioned salesperson, probably more than a lot of professions out there. And as such, of course, mindfulness has been proven to help you deal with the ups and downs of those worlds very effectively. However, these kind of people also tend to be very goal-oriented and driven, so sitting still and doing nothing is maybe more challenging for them, like me. But if you use a biofeedback tool like the HeartMath Inner Balance, it gives you metrics on how well you're doing in terms of matching your heart rate with your breathing. And with the latest technology, you can be getting this biofeedback on your smartphone. And I've been getting very inspired to keep getting better and better every day. I'm actually excited to sit down and meditate instead of all the excuses I sometimes give to avoid doing it. So luckily today, I have one of the co-founders of HeartMath here to talk about the importance of connecting your heart and your mind. Hey, it's Carla Rieger from the Artistry of Change and Mind Story Academy, and we'd like to present the Successful Life Podcast, Discover Mindset Secrets for Success in Business and Life. Well, hey everyone, it's Carla Rieger, and I'm so thrilled today to be talking to Dr. Deborah Rosman, who is president and co-CEO of Quantum Intech Inc., which is the parent company of HeartMath, and they developed the M-Wave technologies, which you may have heard of, like the Inner Balance app, which I love using. <laughs> HeartMath develops and provides HeartMath training and programs to everyone, Fortune 500 companies, healthcare organizations, health professionals, and individuals. And the HeartMath mission, which I love, is to facilitate a fundamental shift in health, well-being, and coherence. So you'll learn about coherence. And she's got dozens of books on topics such as transforming anger, transforming stress, anxiety, depression, stopping emotional eating, and she does keynote addresses and at all kinds of conferences. Just watched one of her keynotes. She's got a, a really lovely way of sharing information in a sort of a nicely coherent way. So she's really <laughs> practicing what she preaches. And uh, she's really been a pioneer in the area of performance, wellness, and personal growth. So let's get right down to it with our first question. So what's one of the most most important journeys you feel you went on in terms of emotional well-being. You know how we get into things because something happened in our life that I I just want this to change in the world. Do you have one of those kind of stories, Deb? I've had a series of those stories all my life. <laughs> you know, um, I'll start when I was four years old, sitting on the back step of my house in Minneapolis, looking up at the blue sky and the green trees, and wondering. Why am I here? What's it all about? And just having that ponderance and this voice in my own thoughts, but it was real clear to me was, you're here to serve. So I went, okay, I'm here to serve. And so I thought when I went into kindergarten, the way to serve is be a kindergarten teacher. And first grade, I want to be a first grade teacher all the way up to sixth grade. That was really an imprint in me. And so when I went to junior high and all these teachers, five or six classes, and that emotional connection wasn't there, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. How was I supposed to serve? And that's when I began to study psychology in seventh grade and was, okay, I want to be a psychologist to understand how I work, how my mind works, how other people work and serve and help people that way. 
And so I went to the University of Chicago because it was the best school in the country for psychology, but it was all rats and statistics and, you know, wasn't the new humanistic psychology wasn't really being taught much there, even though Carl Rogers was connected there. And so my heart was yearning for how do I understand myself and others? And I took a course in there in attitude uh, change theory. I thought, oh, it's all about changing attitude. So that set me on a course. And I went out to California where all sorts of new psychologies were happening. And I discovered yoga and meditation and then had spiritual experiences, which is a whole other story, which led me on another path of meditation and wanting to help children learn how to meditate and wrote a book on that. So it's always been sort of following the story of my heart's promptings in a deeper way than, you know, I've had plenty of heart promptings to fall in love with this person. I go, those weren't always my deeper heart. <laughs> you know, there's all sorts of promptings, emotional ones that we learn from and we grow from, but learning how to go to a deeper place in the heart. So you're really hearing the signals that are going to put you on the most effective, fulfilling course for your life, which may not always be what the personality wants. That became my story and path. Right. And so that's what I love about heart math. You're talking about the heart rate variability coherence. So tell us what that means in a nutshell. Sure. Well, when I started to work with the founder of HeartMath, Doc Childry, to actually learn and research how heart, brain, nervous system, spirit, how does it all connect? Is it something you can research? And what we found, just to cut right through, was that if you look at a biomarker called heart rate variability, which is the beat-to-beat -beat changes in heart rate, you can see, when you plot it in a certain way, changes based upon our inner attitude or emotional state. So when we're feeling genuine love, care, peace, kindness, compassion, appreciation, the core values or qualities of the heart that every religion and culture and native group has always talked about, then the heart rate variability goes in this really smooth, coherent waveform, a sine wave. And research has shown that when the heart rhythm is in that coherent wave, it signals the brain centers all the way up to the frontal lobes to synchronize with it. So now you're in flow or in the zone or in what's called coherence, mentally clear, intuitively connected, heart connected, and you feel great. When you're frustrated, angry, stressed, anxious, depressed, the heart rate variability gets really chaotic and jagged and disordered. And <clears throat> the brain is signaled by the heart to go into the fight, flight, fright, response, freeze, and that's the stress response. So we really can learn how to shift by looking at the heart rate variability feedback and one to the other, which is the inner balance trainer that you use that you like so much. Same with our M-Wave technology. It's heart rate variability coherence technology that trains you to shift quickly using the power of your physiology, the power of your heart, from frustration or impatience into emotional composure calm, intuitive clarity. It's powerful. And to me, that was my story, going from how do I serve to how do I help people and myself change attitudes and behaviors and sustain that, to how do I really follow my heart and spirit for fulfillment. It all came together at HeartMath, and that technology guides us to the process. 
And that's one thing I love about it because, um, yeah, use the M wave. Um, and I, I like this one that's, you attach it to your phone, earlobe, for example, yeah. and you're, you put on your earlobe like this. And so, you know, you can watch this flower going in and out and you can kind of get in sync with it. And it's so interesting to watch what's going on inside me and then what's happening here because um, you don't really know, right? It, it, and until you, you can't improve what you can't measure, I really believe. Right. And so right. I, just all the great tech that's out there now, and you guys are really leading edge in that way. It's so helpful to go, oh, why did it go out of... <laughs> Right, right. Oh, I started thinking about my taxes. Right, <laughs> right exactly. Or, and you know, for when we practice meditation or mindfulness or affirmations, you know, it's so easy to have the mind just, you know, you're trying to allow it to just settle down. But when you use the coherence techniques and the technology, you're actually breathing through the heart area in a way that it anchors the mind and the thoughts in the heart so you can achieve the meditative or mindful presence much quicker. And that's really one of the roles of the heart, what it's intended to do. Heart-based meditations, heart-based living, I don't mean something soft and mushy. I mean the power of the heart, connecting yeah. and aligning the brain-mind. That's And then you see when you go off and it goes red instead of being in the green. And there's four screens on that, the beautiful mandala flower that is helps you pace the breathing to the rhythm that's going to put you in that sine wave. But to stay there, you really have to block the technique that helps you have that attitude or emotional shift. And then you start anchoring that new feeling or perception. And there's guides, audio guides and video guides in the app that help you do that and train you. So it's amazing how within a few weeks time people see fundamental changes in how they perceive and feel yeah and i love the graph actually i love that yeah. screen where you can actually see oh my gosh it's got up and then it's going down and right, right. you do and there's a bit of gamification to it too so yeah. it, you know you do yeah. well you get kind of rewards which right I right say we do that in our online courses i find it really does psychologically motivate people i know Heck it is for me with this like yeah oh my gosh I, even if you're just you know competing against yourself oh my gosh right. I did better today and I think that really helps people keep going with a practice which can be hard sometimes it can be hard there's so much in our world that wants us to be in that stressed state so you have right. to really build that muscle and have some discipline and so this really helps with that discipline I find and it gives you self-soothing feedback. So what people tell us is that it makes you feel good. So you want to keep doing it. And it's so easy to get habituated into the stress and forget. Yes. But just a little few minutes a day, a few minutes at a time, what happens is there's a carryover effect. It's called the coherence carryover effect. So you kind of carry that flow state into your next activity. Yes. And then it lasts longer as you practice a little more. And until you have a baseline shift and I'm a behavioral psychologist so the physiology is that you suddenly have more coherence naturally occurring if we have you hooked up to a 24-hour Holter monitor over time whether you're using the technique or the technology or not it becomes more your baseline way of living we call it heart-based living so it's very it's, it's, it's a service it's our service to humanity to bring out a whole set of coherence to building techniques and tools.
and the interbalance or M-Wave technology to help facilitate a shift in activating the heart of people, of humanity. Yeah, I noticed I have this practice I do called uh, forgiveness three ways yeah. where I, I'm sure you're familiar with it, where I, I, I ask for forgiveness from someone and it could be something small like, you know, the person I kind of snapped at at the mm -hmm. call center. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Or it could be someone big, right? You know, a parent or something. And then I forgive myself and then I give forgiveness to someone. And I notice that when I get to that part of my meditation, the coherence goes up. I get the green, yeah. <laughs> the green, which means you have the coherence. So it's really like you can, I just feel more sort of proud of myself. Right, <laughs> right. Right. Well, you, you know, the heart qualities, heart-based heart feelings are all actual frequencies. They actually, on a subtle level, look different in the heart rhythm pattern, even though in general, they all create a coherent waveform. So forgiveness is a very powerful heart frequency when it's genuinely felt. So is compassion. So is kindness. So is care. Gratitude is one of the easiest heart-based feelings to shift to quickly is to feel appreciation for something or someone. And so all of those are heart qualities that are make part of the mandala of the heart. And as we activate them, they make the sine wave bolder and you go into high coherence, which is the green light. Yeah, and of course you attract more of the state you're in, I would yeah. say. I know certainly yeah. when I'm irritable, irritated or stressed, I seem to attract people like that into my right, life. Right. As opposed to when I'm feeling kind and grateful, I attract more of those kind of people and situations. So in any role where you're out in the world creating relationships, that's so huge yeah, and important, isn't it? Well, you know, we feel often that, like especially in some workplaces or when you're on a project or you're doing a, starting a project or entrepreneurs running a business, you feel so much pressure. You feel you have to be stressed to get something done and irritation and impatience and frustration become your, your go-to habits. But we don't realize how much they're draining our energy, cutting off our higher cognitive capacities where we'd see an intuitive cut through. We don't realize becoming habituated to those emotions is really doing the opposite of what we think they're doing and yet we slog away feeling that's how we need to operate. And it's and we think I don't have time and relaxation doesn't get me anywhere to do anything different. Well, coherence is not a relaxed state only. It's a high performing state, meaning you're actually present and aware and alert and creative and dynamic and at ease at both. So you can move through life in a flow. You know, the best uh, executives that I relate to in, in my job or in my, my peer groups are ones who really endeavor to find that flow day to day because they have more sensitive antenna to the cut-throughs, to the solutions. And so this is a paradigm shift in business and leadership. It's a paradigm shift in how we can conduct our lives and get more done in less time. And yet the brain doesn't think that way because, no, I have to keep slogging and slogging and stressing out. It's such an old paradigm that creates healthcare costs, disability, separations, diversity problems, fear, projection, all the problems we see in society today. And somehow we think stress is the way we have to live or anxiety. And that leads to depression and health problems. 
So, you know, there's a great awakening happening because people are tired of touching that hot stove and getting burned. They <laughs> are, you know, when there's right. nowhere else to go, the old saying is you go to your heart for the answer. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I know you say is that there's like brain cells or sort of like brain cells in your heart. So can you the, say a bit more about that? Yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting. It was only discovered in the 1990s that confirming what the ancient seers have said all along that the heart is the source of intelligence and wisdom. There are actually neurons in the heart called the little brain in the heart that are independent of the brain in the head and these neurons can sense, feel, learn, and remember. And what they do is they receive the neural information from the whole body and signal the brain through the vagal nerve and three other ways of the way heart communicates to the brain, blood pressure wave energetically and hormonally, but they signal the brain how the body feels. And the brain, this wonderful computer that it is, will take that input, match it to other patterns, stereotypes that it has learned, and then create a response. That's how we develop a stress habit or an anxiety habit or a habit of compassion or kindness habit. The brain is kind of neutral. It doesn't have value judgments, but it's really what we choose and what we repeat. And so this powerful brain and the heart is really what's modulating what we've called for years our heart's values, our core values, because it's connecting us with a deeper part of who we are that connects us to all beings that are spirit, soul, source, whatever you want to call that another dimension of reference by which we receive intuitive guidance, like they talk about the heart's wisdom. That is real, and we're starting to measure it in the laboratory. And when those signals, those frequencies come in, how the path is from the heart to the brain, to the solar plexus, to the body, and how we cognize it. It's so exciting. Of course, people are going to wake up, millions are, before science has all the connectors proven out. But the fact that we've even gone as far as we've had in science to validate the heart is not just a pump, but an intelligence system we can interact with and learn from. That is a huge breakthrough and milestone. Studies show that top achievers all have that good heart, body, mind connection. The ones that are really successful, the ones that are good at business, but the ones that are good at people as well right connection yeah well heart intelligence synthesizes all other aspects of intelligence intellectual emotional kinesthetic it brings it all together in sort of a higher synthesis so uses our full capabilities and then gives us access to to more yeah and i love what you're saying about that intuitive i mean we do that every day at our business we meditate and we kind of you know because you could always go 10 different directions every morning but if you can get into that great yeah. state and into that intuitive knowing you can save yourself years of spinning your wheels or making wrong decisions because you're tapping into the higher exactly self. and that alone is massive <laughs> that's right it's, it becomes just practical common sense yeah you know because why wouldn't you want to do that and accept out of fear that something's going to control you but it's you controlling you it's you and your higher expression that you're connecting with. And it, it's such exciting time to be alive, Carla, I'll tell you, because even though it's crazy when you read the news and you see things being turned upside down, 
in society. Well, from a higher perspective, they're being turned upside down. So all this stuff can come out. So it can eventually be turned right side up because people's own common sense in the masses is awakening. Sure, there's deviant behavior and there's weird stuff that captures the news, but most people are going, this doesn't make sense. This is crazy. And they're digging deeper inside themselves for solutions. And that's the beginning of a whole shift in, in consciousness. Yeah, and maybe the intense challenges we are facing in humanity right now are maybe activating some of these deeper places of wanting to get to the, the deeper intuition. I feel, I see that everywhere I go to talk and speak and uh, in companies that we work with, amazing leaders that we work with, executives who have been very successful in Fortune 500 companies, they're so anxious now because they can't do three to five year plans like they used to. It's right. unpredictable. So that creates a lot of uh, identity crisis. Who am I? What do I do? I'm responsible. That opens the door to a whole new way of intuitive perception of being receptive now to other modalities and then getting more of that inner confirmation. Oh, this is really what feels right. New perceptions. Heart intelligence is a perceptual shift that has another bigger picture view of what is inclusive and best for the wholeness. And when people feel it or see it or get glimpses of that veil lifted, it feels right. It confirms something that they really know deep inside because we all have it within us. And so being able to help people find that and lift the veil for themselves, not because I or anyone else is telling them anything, that to me is the greatest service and I'm so humbled to be able to offer that. Yeah, that you've de dedicated your life to that. So do you have an example, say, of how one of your clients had a breakthrough using your technologies? Say, for example, I'm sure you have a million examples, but I'm kind I of someone who's feeling defeated by the obstacles of growing their business or, or dealing with lots of obstacles and rejection, and that this process helped them. Yes, I have many. Let me see. Well, here's one. This is a senior executive at a global sports brand. And everybody's heard of the brand, but uh, you preferred that I not mention which one it is. And so much bureaucracy in these large businesses, so much dysfunction at the top because of all the stress and chaos. It's easy for executives or any manager to go into sort of like a tunnel vision. Let me just do my job in my area and try to shut out all this other stuff except where I have to deal with it. And so he was in meetings where he had to really go weigh choices and decisions. And what he told me, he was using the inner balance, which you have there, to manage his stress and the anxiety about it all. But what he didn't realize is the benefit of getting intuitive clarity on choices. So when he would get into that sine wave-like mode and really ask his higher intelligence's heart for clarity or guidance or input or suggestions, he'd get these downloads of inspiration, of clarity, of how to handle another person, what to say, what not to say or a creative idea that might help bring the meeting forward. 
And so he was blown away that he could use this little app and sensor and see when it went into the green and it confirmed what he felt inside. So he didn't have to doubt himself and these ideas and then actually step into it, act on them. And it worked out. So he gave us a wonderful quote about that, but being able to not only balance out stress and anxiety and come back to inner balance, but to be able to get higher perceptions for choices and decisions, that's a big advantage for anyone in business or anyone, but. Yeah, and I actually did that recently because you know how there's always a million places you could put your attention. And so I went into my meditation, I did my, yeah, <laughs> I got into the coherent state. And then I had only so much time in the day to focus on sales. So I thought, who is most likely yeah. a good fit for our business? And I just kind of could tap in at that <laughs> heart right. level. And I go, okay, it's this one. And sure enough, that's turned into business, right? Whereas the other two, I don't know whether they would have or not. Um, but I, even if they did or didn't, I went into that connection feeling like I had my intuition behind me, right? Like this is the right thing. I know it's good for them. So that comes across in my tone of voice and my language. Right. I feel congruent connecting to them. I don't feel like, oh, I'm kind of pushing something on them that's not a good thing. Exactly. And you know, we call that a time shift. And here's why. If you had just gone through your linear list of five, six, whatever it is, people that you wanted to contact, these are your sales calls for the day. And you just called each one and got the voicemails or got down the left-hand track with someone, you would have spent X amount of time but when your heart guides you and your intuition, something lights up and says this one or that one, you start as you test it, being self-scientist, there is another sort of intuitive flow. You can call it magic or synchronicities or whatever words people put on a higher physics going on because you're really tuning in in an information field that exists that you're able to say, okay, this feels right. Like your inner antenna is gearing you to that. And you call that person and, and maybe they weren't there either, but you're following this inner drummer, this inner signal. And the next one over the next one's gonna feel right. And you save so much time. I can't tell you how many times I've proved that out to myself and I see you nodding. <laughs> you know, we can have a to-do list this big at the beginning of the day. And the question is, do you just, what are the most important things? And how do you evaluate that? Some of it is just logical and some of it is intuitive. And so when you, you put the two together, intuition and logic, you really got higher intelligence. Yeah, and you're obviously gonna perform better and get better right. results and it's gonna affect your bottom line in a positive way. That's so, right. That's yeah, right. what would you say I know there's lots of products coming out in the market. You guys are kind of the pioneers, but what do you think differentiates the products that you create from others out there? Well, we've been, we discovered heart rate variability coherence as a key biometric for being able to see what's going on inside you and shift it quickly if you want to shift it or enhance it. And that was first published in the American Journal of Cardiology in 1995. And we built products and training programs and certification programs for health professionals, for coaches, mentors, workshop trainers, corporate trainers, 
around the techniques that help you shift and the technology to use when you're using the technique, if you want, because uh, the technique's what makes it work. The technology just helps you refine your process. And so it's been, we thought HRV is the short term for heart rate variability and as a biomarker for all cause mortality, all sorts of health issues, as well as for emotional state, would become the well-known biomarker. And we thought about in 1997, and it's now 2018, it's just being discovered for overtraining and recovery and fitness. So what's happening is a lot of the global leaders and companies who are recognizing this and wanting to create more sensors on their technology products are coming to us for consultation or for including coherence in what they do. And so, you know, we've been ahead of our times, but uh, whatever and whenever technology can help people not stress more, but de-stress and connect more with their higher functions, totally support that. It's not competitive, it's collaborative. And so wherever we can add heart coherence to help people get in sync before they do meditation or mindfulness or creative projects or personal development or other activities, sports, golf, it benefits all of it because all you're doing is getting your heart, mind, emotions lined up. And why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah, and that's what I love about your company. You're very collaborative. You you want to help everyone <laughs> grow. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and that's so important. And you're a mature company with a lot in place because you've been around so long. And right. Got a yeah. ton of systems and support and structure in place, which is you know a huge part right. of it. So let's talk about this uh, inner app. If people wanted to get it, yeah. So tell me a little bit about. It. Well, the inner balance, you have the lightning sensor, which works with iOS devices, Apple iPad, iPod, smartphone, iPhone. There's also a Bluetooth sensor that works with Android devices as well as that. So you are an affiliate. People can go to your website. You give them the URL and they can click through your site to the inner balance uh, feature sheet and page and learn more about it. But it, the app is free. You download that from Google Play or from the Apple Store. And then you need the sensor to make it work. And the sensor is the whole key because what it does is picks up your pulse, your heart rate from your ear, and then it converts that into heart rate and heart rate variability, looking at the interbeat intervals and plotting that. Then it looks for how much synchronization or coherence there is in the intervals and plots that and shows you in real time how much coherence is there. And then there's guides in there, like I mentioned, in a breathing pacer to help you focus on the heart and do heart-focused breathing and guide you to make this shift that's going to turn incoherence, which is a red dot or red light, into coherence. So there's medium coherence, turns blue, and then high coherence, it's green. Then there's four challenge levels in high coherence. So once you're 90% in the green all the time, you wanna go to the next challenge level because it just requires you to go a little deeper, catch a little more thoughts and bring them back to the heart a little quicker. And so you're really developing your power to focus and anchor that synchronization. 
with the challenge levels. And you can put your own music in there, you can put your own pictures in there or videos, and it stores your data. You sign up for HeartCloud and it stores your data on the cloud so you can send it. It's all privacy protected, so you can send it to your health professional if you want, or a friend, or social media if you like to do that, and get the awards. So there's suggested practice plan of how many points, because you get coherence points for a time you practice in your coherence level. And so there's a practice plan suggested. You get so many points and you get rewarded with trophies. And so the gamification is really fun. And we're gonna be adding a lot more features to it and more games to it, making the whole process of practicing coherence fun and sticky and enjoyable because our vision is to have children, adults, everywhere learning to get coherent and operate from the coherent state more often to improve health, performance, interconnectedness, intuition, spiritual awareness, that everything benefits because you're self-regulating the emotional and nervous systems. Yeah, it's really a one-stop shop for a lot of good things. And so it's so worth the time to do at the beginning of your day. And I notice, you know, there's always that chance of going, oh, I don't have time to do this. Okay. And then the next day doing it and notice the difference between the two days. And it, <laughs> it's huge. That's it huge. And you can notice the difference even between, if I can, I'm a 40-year meditator, deep committed meditator. But you know, the energies, I'm real sensitive to changes in the Earth's energies and all the waves of stress on the planet and with a lot of compassion for that. And I'm always raising my vibration best I can to be in that wholeness awareness. And if I do a meditation and I'm not using the technology to start with to make sure I'm in high coherence, a high challenge level, I can be spending 15 minutes at a lower frequency and not even know it until afterwards. And then when I go, okay, let me use it for three, four minutes. Whoa, I wish I'd started with this and started there. So it will grow with you because it's always helping you refine yourself. It's not doing anything to you. It's helping you see where you are so that you can go deeper and higher and more connected. Which is so important because I know I've sat down to meditate and then come out of it and I realized, I just sat there and looped and spun or, or right. I'm stressed about. And I can say, I meditated, but right. no, I didn't really, right? <laughs> and we fool ourselves all the time, but this doesn't let you fool yourself. That's exactly right. Keeps you honest. <laughs> and it cuts time. I mean, you get more done in 10 minutes and five minutes focused in there. And in heart coherence, you do 20 minutes sitting there wandering around in your mind. Yeah. And that's huge, right? If you are having a busy day, just... Do that 10 minutes, right. but do it with coherence, and then you'll get a benefit rather than sitting for an hour being right. in rumination state. Right. right. Yeah. Well, this has been super interesting and helpful. Uh, Deb, thank you so much for your time today. Well, thank you, and thank you for your enthusiasm and your care, and I generally hope that your listeners will try it out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.